continue our uh, dialogue on the single-season home run record when we do Barker's Back Leg Bits at the bottom of the show. SN Jeff Blair is my Twitter handle. We'll go back to the text line as well. A lot of folks are weighing in on it. It'd be so much more fun if I disagreed with you. There's some things even we can't disagree on. I know. That hurts me. Hey, if you want. No. Because I know you'd be lying. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's, you just can't. You can't, you, you can't claim that you're, uh, you know, sort of live and let live when it comes to stuff like steroids and then get all bent out of shape mm-hmm. about it. Um, especially when you covered it and you feel a certain, a certain amount of guilt for not really paying attention not really paying attention to stuff. Although, as I've told people time and again, a lot of us did ask, like I've asked, I've talked about it. I asked, I've asked guys who were in the Mitchell Report before the Mitchell Report came out, did you use steroids? Just tell me. I'm not going to even report it. But just guys I have a good relationship with. No. What did you think they were going to say? Yeah. In there. Well, you were sitting no, around. I'm, time, but, yeah, blue but, stuff but, but, but what, no, but what, what I'm saying is the I'll I, take that. What I'm saying is the idea that a bunch of writers never asked anybody about it. That is just flat out not true. Oh, you did? A lot? Could More we, than once? Oh, God, yeah. More than one person? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, F- I, FP, FP Santangelo. I had discussions about it all the time. I often wonder if I would have done it. What would it have done to me in my career? I often wonder that. I, I'm glad I, and I would never. I was I mean, raised I, different. I remember having a discussion with, and I know Jeff Passon. We'll, we'll bring Jeff Passon. I remember having a discussion with Michael Barrett about it. Uh, when Michael Barrett was with the Montreal Expos, he said, man, I, and he wasn't naming names. He said, I got a ton of pressure to do steroids. I'm not going to do it, but yeah. I've got, I got guys in other teams. Yeah, I wonder. He said, I got guys coming up to me, the plate and going, hey, man, you know, like. Uh, I got a guy. <laughs> Anyhow. I've heard that before. Uh, let's bring in Jeff Passan, MLB insider with uh, ESPN. Mr. Passan, thank you for joining us today. We trust your Keeping well. So 73 or 61 or 62, I guess. Which team are you on? I, I, don't, I don't even get how we're still having this conversation. I understand that there are people who consider themselves moralists or traditionalists or however they want to frame it um, to take away from the idea that they're just not realists. Hmm. This happened. You may not like it. You may not appreciate it. You may not think that it was fair or right or okay or a good example. But if you want to be on Team 61, then you are an ahistorical person. And I prefer to live in a world where bad things, wrong things happen, but they are reality. And we learn from it and live with it as opposed to trying to adjudicate what already has been done. Aaron Judge, there is... N- Barker and I were, were doing the post-game show last night. We were playing all the audio from Aaron Judge and the way he's handling all the questions and mentioning Garrett Cole getting a strikeout mark and all this stuff in the middle of a, a, you know, a 20-minute interview session on his record. Yep. And just yeah. the awareness of the dude. Jeff, how did the Yankees not... Uh, how do you not bring this guy back? <laughs> I mean, is there like that's that's where that's that's exactly where I, I was on first take this morning. That was the first question. Like, is there any world in which Aaron Judge is not a New York Yankee next year? And I suppose I suppose there is. 
I, I you know, Aaron Judge could go and solicit uh, an offer from the New York Mets, and I'm not saying he's going to do this. I, I don't get the impression that he is like the I'm going to go and maximize the money, and that is uh, of the utmost importance to me. Um, but if if he goes and gets a massive offer from somewhere else, how do the Yankees not match it? Yeah. I just I, – I, I get it, Jeff. I get it, Kevin. I get that Aaron Judge is 31 years old going into next season. I get that he is six foot seven and 280 pounds, and that guys of that size never have had careers that go past age 35, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, is Richie Sexton the closest to get yeah. to that point? Like, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys who are that big simply do not play deep into their careers. You can come up with as many excuses as you want. And they may be right. They may be salient. They may be factual. What they're not is taking into consideration the emotional elements going on here. And the reality is when you are the New York Yankees, the team that generates more revenue than anyone else in baseball, when you have drafted, developed, grown, watched mature, and seen a guy who has come through your organization and yours Mm -hmm. alone – turn into not just an MVP, but a record-breaking MVP, you can't let him go. Period. Period. Yeah, it's – Kevin, I'll I'll let you in here. But, you know, Jeff, you mentioned something that doesn't get talked about enough. This is – this is why you own a base. This is why this is why you do baseball to find a guy, yes. bring him in, yes. let your people yes. people mold him, and then let him be a star for you. This is why you do it. You don't do it to go and sign Garrett Cole. You don't do it to go and sign Juan Soto or trade for Juan Soto. Sign. You do this to build Aaron Judge or to make Aaron Judge become a major leaguer in your uniform. That's why you do this. Yeah. You know, the the interesting question for me, and it's it's something that uh that I want to ask him, frankly. Um, I think this is a no brainer for the Yankees. The only thing and and again, I'm gonna suggest that this comes from my place of not inherent pessimism, but of trying to, to see all the outcomes of any potential situation. Um is there almost a chance that Aaron Judge saw what happened to, like, Albert Pujols and Robinson Cano and mm. pretty much everyone else who signed these big mega deals and doesn't want his time in New York tarnished by that and, and wants, to, wants to end his time in New York having had all of the love and appreciation of Yankees fans who – Frankly, uh, at the end of his career, if he does sign for eight or nine or ten years there, may not be so kind because he's a giant drag on their payroll and isn't producing like he once did. Aaron Judge bets on himself, so he probably doesn't think that way. But in the back of your mind, man, sometimes you just want to leave something perfect and, and you yeah. want to end it where it where its natural end belongs. And if anything would take Aaron Judge away from New York. That's what I think it would be. Uh, the concern that uh, there's one thing in sports, boys, that is undefeated, and uh, that is age. Yeah. Yep. yep. Should we look at him? Age 
never loses. Absolutely. Should we look at him as one of the greatest hitters ever or someone who's having a or one of the best seasons ever? Is he more Maris than oh, anything look. else? I guess is the way I'd ask it, too. You yeah. Because Maris is a great player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Aaron Judge has done this, though. Remember, he, he hit 52 home runs in his rookie season. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah. we've, we've, we've seen this out of him before. That said, the definition of greatness to me is not just performance, but consistent performance. And Aaron Judge has not consistently performed at this level, so I would not put him among the greatest hitters we've seen. I would suggest that his ceiling is about as high as any hitter who's ever existed before. And I definitely think this is an all-time great season. I do not think this is the best season in baseball history. Okay, let, me, um, let, me, let me ask. He's got 219 homers. How many does he have to hit to be a Hall of Famer? Oh, he's already a Hall of Famer. 219 homers. That's a no, Hall of Famer? No, he's not, he's not a Hall of Famer. I wouldn't think so either. No oh, really? 219 homers? No. Oh, man. I, I, think, I think if his career ends now, 61? That's you know, uh, 61 in a triple crown? I, I don't know. I ask. Yeah, I, hey, I mean, 61, 61 didn't get Roger Marison. Well, there you go. Yeah, and he's 30. He'll be 31 next year. So say he has to, he has to hit, say he hits 200 <laughs> in his 30s, 200 homers. He'll have 419 homers. Is that enough? No, I don't think so. I don't either. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That number, that I, he's 6'7. That now, number granted, has to be. Granted, granted, I do not, I do not vote for the Hall of Fame anymore right. when I did. Um, I think I had a pretty high threshold, a pretty high standard. Um, Aaron Judge, when he plays, is awesome. Uh, and and I think the, the most magnificent part of his 2022 season is the fact that at 6'7", 280, playing center field, stealing bags, he mm-hmm. stayed on the field for 155 games. That's remarkable. Yeah. Like, that is remarkable to do that. In the, in the post-amphetamine era, guys who post – um, are to me the that that's value to me. That's if if there's an argument for Shohei Otani as MVP, it's that he doesn't just go out there every day. It's that he goes out there every day and then every fifth day goes out there twice. Um, watching Tyler Glasnow pitch last night, oh. uh, his first start <laughs> since twenty twenty one, and I know because as the author of the arm, I wanted to ask you about this. Watching Tyler Glasnow pitch last night. Uh, if he can, if he can repeat that, if he if he can be a factor for the Rays, does he take them to another level in the postseason? Because that's a team that the Jays may end up facing. Like I didn't expect that from him. I don't know if you did. I didn't expect what I saw last night from him. And I had a split screen. I was watching both. I thought, my God. Yeah, I I, I will say it made Gabe Arias's uh, home run even more impressive. Like. You want to talk about a pretty right-handed swing? Uh, Gabriel Arias has a beautiful right-handed swing, and it's just another young player for the Guardians who already have a farm system that is uh, overwhelmingly good. Um, It sounds a lot like the Rays, who just churn out pitcher after pitcher after pitcher, and even though Shane Boz looks like he needs Tommy John surgery at this point, uh, back comes Tyler Glass now, pumping 98, top of the zone with maybe the best right-handed curveball in the world. And, yeah, he is absolutely a difference maker, and if you're the Jays, 
the only thing that you're doing at this point is being thankful that he's going three or four innings at a time as opposed to seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Jeff, can you make any sense in the American League? You got the Astros, we all know that. Then there's everybody else, the Yankees, Cleveland, the Mariners, the Rays, the Jays. Who can, out of those five teams, go after and beat the Astros with what you see in September? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, the, the real answer, Kevin, is all of them, of course, because it's baseball and because sure. if, you catch a he- if you catch a heater – if you're good enough to have survived 162 games and make the playoffs, then you can catch the sort of heater that uh, takes you to the World Series. Like, let's, let's remember, um, Houston looked incredible last year. And then what happened? Uh, oh, yeah, they hit two home runs in the World Series and Atlanta hit 11. <laughs> like, the, you know, that's... Uh, that that's going to lose you a series. And so I think anybody at any time can pull that on Houston, but uh, I think the Astros are clearly the best team in the American league. And, you know, I'm putting together a story right now. Let, let me, let me run this by you guys. What do you think are the most important elements for a baseball team in the postseason? Pitching and defense. I think pitching. Okay. I mean, captain obvious. What kind of pitching? Power, uh, power pitching. I, I like well, yeah. power pitching. Yeah, I was going to say starting pitch, but yeah, p- to me, power pitching. Mm. I, I, see, I don't, I, Jeff. I wish the answer were starting pitching. I think it's actually strikeout relief pitching. Yeah. Right. I think that if that if in those late innings there is no there is no bullpen that strikes more batters out than the Houston Astros. And the second thing that I that I gravitate toward, and you know, Atlanta sort of disproved this last year, but I think more often than not, it tends to be true, is contact hitting. And uh, the top two teams in baseball right now, in terms of lowest strikeout rate, are Cleveland, which is pretty far and away number one, and Houston, which is number two. The reason that the Astros have sustained what they've sustained after they cheated is because they they have the secret sauce. They strike dudes out out of their bullpen, and they make contact with the baseball at a time of year when everyone's trying to strike you out. They're, they're two sides of the same coin, and the Astros uh, have mastered it. And you can sit here and hate on them all you want. You can call them cheaters. That's fair. What they're doing right now, they're just a damn good, well-constructed baseball team, and that's the reason they're the favorite in the American League. You mentioned the Guardians, uh, and and I'm sure you know we, we all remember the sort of the, the the Cleveland Indians, the core of that team when they had uh, you know CC Sabathia and Cliff Lee and and core of that really good Manny, the, the, the team that was yeah. sort of a perennial postseason contender. Is this current edition, not this year's team, but the this year's team plus what is coming down the pipe, are, are they in position to go on another one of those runs, Jeff? Because you sure get the sense they are. I think a lot of it depends on the one thing upon which I do not ever want to depend, which is pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cleveland's Cleveland's been the best pitching factory in baseball. Um, the the Dodgers are really good, the Rays are really good. But when I think it just uh, when it comes to uh, drafting and developing arms, nobody does it better than the Guardians. And it's to the point now where you, you know you see 
see someone leave, uh, and Tristan McKenzie steps up. Cal mm-hmm. Quantrill, I still, I still don't think Cal Quantrill's lost a game at home in his time with the Guardians, and that's been like two years now. Yep. Um, so Cal Quantrill, he's not, he's not fancy, he's not flashy, he doesn't punch a lot of guys out. He's just, a, he's just a good, effective pitcher. McKenzie is nasty. Fastball, curveball, and slider are all plus pitches. Uh, Shane Bieber is back to being Shane Bieber. And then you look at the minor leagues, and whether it's Daniel Spino uh, or Gavin Williams or Tanner Bibby, who is the latest, like, late-round guy who goes into the Guardians organization. Uh, they, they do their little pixie dust, and a guy who's thrown low 90s in college is now sitting 97 and 99. Like, when you can do that, it affords you the ability to do so much more. And when I talk about afford, I really wish Cleveland would afford a big free agent signing and go out and actually spend some money to complement what Chris Antonetti uh, has built there and uh, what Mike Chernoff has built there. Because let me tell you guys, it's, it, it, I don't know if it's the model organization, but uh, it's certainly one of them. Jeff, we're going to let you scoot. Thanks mm-hmm. for doing this, man. Terrific insight as always. Great stuff. Boys, always appreciate you having me. Talk Be to well. you. Jeff Pass, an MLB insider with ESPN. Hall of Famer, huh? You were all over uh, that. Well, okay. Now, I, I jumped to it you were right away. Um, let me give you numbers. Well, okay, but just, just 284 average. Yeah. 219. Yeah. 496 RBIs. Yeah. 40 bags. Yeah. OPS career of 978. Yeah. He's thirty. He'll be thirty-one next year. He's hit sixty. So, so hit, you figure, give him five. Give him five legit years in his thirties. Say it's two hundred more homers. I'm giving it to him. And he goes to San Fran. Ah, you got that right now. I got. Wow. I mean, sixty-two, six, sixty-one, sixty-two home runs. Maybe sixty-three home runs and a triple crown. If he gets, if he gets the triple crown this year, and if if the Yankee ifs. Now I'm getting into the ifs. That is such a good year. Okay. Mm. That is such a good year that I would. Circle the wagons, Jeff. Circle the wagons. Yeah, he's not. You're right. (laughs) You're trying to talk yourself into it. You're right. Maybe. I'll give you this. If they win, and this will come into play, if he stays a Yankee, and if they they win win a couple of World Series, he wins one more or two more MVPs in his 30s, and he hits 200 more home runs as a Yankee, finishes with 419 and two MVPs. That'll be three MVPs. But this then we're talking about Okay. That depends on what happens to offense in baseball. What if offense stays at the same level it is now and Aaron Judge keeps doing what he's doing? Like that has to be a factor. I may ask you a question. That has to be a factor. Take his swing to San Fran. How's that looking? But don't don't throw, don't do that. Yeah, that's, I don't. That's a, it's going to come into play. We're talking about a Hall of Famer, which you have to have big numbers. Yeah, to I, be that. That's going to hurt. He's a right center guy. You you seen right center in San Fran? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah big boys yeah, live yeah. out there. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not saying he ain't a big boy, but that wind he's blowing. The biggest boy. He is, but wind blowing. You know, he gets a, occasionally one of those where it's third row. And right field. That's all I'm saying. I'll, I'll give it to you. Maybe if he if he wins some more oh, MVPs. Man, if they, and, if they, yeah, because the MVP this year is a slam dunk. Well, it, it's a slam the, dunk. The point is, as you know, Roger Maris's career kind of it was kind of the warning, right? You you got to do it, but you know, I mean, 
got 52 home runs, as 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 Passon said, as well. He's got a year with 52 home runs. I need to wait and see where the game goes. Hmm. If he finishes with, you know, doesn't hit another 200 home runs, what happens if nobody hits in that time? Nobody hits another 200 uh, home runs. Uh, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter to me. Oh, he's, 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 a, to me. Well, he's a unicorn. Doesn't matter. No, to but, me. but but this is my point is if you have those levels and nobody it's reaches not the them, hall of good, you're never then you're never going to have anybody go in the hall of fame. Well, I mean that's why it's hard to get in it. It used to be. Anyhow, it's not as hard now. You brought my dauber down. Now. I, I did was not. About I did the not. Hall of fame. Well, that's a that's a good question though. No. I won't be voting for the Hall of Fame when he's eligible for it anyhow. Ah, way. But um, you could push yes on the computer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> see, I'm just I, I just enjoy I enjoy I'm enjoying this year so much. I'm enjoying like, Judge like, so much. It's like I really am. Aaron Judge is enough to make me want the New York Yankees to win a World Series. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, he that's is much. That's a bit strong. Well, I'm just saying he is. Anyhow, uh, Barker's back leg bits. DMs are open. My Twitter handle is SN Jeff Blair. We're discussing a bunch of things. We've mm-hmm. thrown out the question about which number do you consider to be the single season home run record? We're all on board with 73. Passing is, is two. And, and Passing's right. It's just because it's bad history doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm, with it's, it's, I'm with you. And boy, I don't weird. like to hear it, but I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. In recent years, there's been a crap ton of bad history, but it happened. No question. It happened. We can't, we can't say that it didn't happen. We have to deal with it. So we're on board with 73 being the record. How do you feel about that? 590-590 is the text line. SN Jeff, where's my Twitter handle? DMs, DMs are open. We'll get to that question. We got some Barker's back lake bits as well. Lots to talk about ahead in the next half hour. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590. The fans, Sportsnet 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. So here's the deal. The Blue Jays have today off. Mm. The... Red Sox and Orioles playing this afternoon. If the Orioles lose, the Jays will have clinched the playoff spot. And uh, the Jays are saying that the clubhouse celebration will... um, I'll FaceTime you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll pour it on my head while I'm FaceTiming (laughs) you. Uh, so, um, we asked the question about the, uh, what we consider to be the, the MLB single season home run record, 73, but there are people out there who view 61, which is the last, the most, 
<laughs> the largest single season home run total by a person who was not implicated in the steroid scandal, <laughs> the 61, which is now Maris and, and Aaron Judge. And of course, Aaron Judge gets the uh, 61 homer, gets the, the lead with his next that's home lot. run. That's a lot of home runs. That's a, that's a crap ton of home runs. It really is. 31 on the road and 30 at home. Too. Yeah. You wrap your. That's crazy. And a wrap your head around it is a lot. Man. But we've asked the question what you about what you, the fans, consider to be the uh, single season home run record. So 595 90s a text line. You can weigh in. Please give us your name and location. And as I mentioned, uh, Barker's back leg bits, DMs are open for that as well. So if you want to DM the answer, you can do that. Um, we've got a lot of folks that. Uh, consider Bonds' record to be 73 to be the real record. And their their approach seems to be, hey, if, if that's what Aaron Judge thinks the real record is. Mm. Who are we? Who are we? If yeah. Aaron Judge isn't going around call, gonna, gonna go around calling himself the single-season home run king, who the hell are we to uh, to say otherwise? Which is probably the right way. It's the easy way. The right way to approach it. <laughs> it is. Jim McCullough disagrees. 61 is the, two rec- is the true record. The Giants will open the vault and sign him. He will go home. I think I'm an island on this, but what the hell? It's my island, my rules. <laughs> so I Jim like McCullough is saying that I in like his island, in McCullough Island, 61 is the is the home run mm. is the home run record. Uh, I'm going to read this. Uh, this might seem obvious, but uh, we've had a couple of people ask this about why they switch balls why they were switching balls every time Aaron Judge came up to bat. It's just so that to prevent a whole bunch of people from showing up with a bunch of balls and saying this is Aaron Judge's 61st home run. There you go. So, and as we we, we found out from Marley Rivera, apparently the balls have, uh, there's a J and a number on them, uh, on the balls. Yep. So just so, just so people that know. That guy would have knew that too if he'd have turned his glove over. The guy wearing that, and why would it? Why would the the dude? Of course, the dude's wearing a Bichette jersey, right? You can't play shortstop either. You're gonna move to second base. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And there was the other guy, the the other guy in the, the powder other, blue he didn't jersey. Care, really. Apparently, did, did you guys read the CP story? And apparently, his name is Frankie Lasagna or something like that, and he's a rest. Come on, restaurant owner named Frankie Lasagna. That's tremendous. Give me what is that? A Scottish dancer named uh, Peter Piper or something? Come on, come on. I mean, he's, Frankie Lasagna is a little. You know, it's a little perfect, perfect for it's a, perfect. Anyhow, but I don't know if he was the guy. There were two guys who came close to getting it, and I and I I admit I feel then. I feel like a really bad person for being really happy that no one caught it and that it ended up in the uh, bullpen. Just because sure then I wouldn't I have to put that. up with. Because you know, you know the chance. Like I know what you think of people. You know the chance <laughs> that the person that, that catches that ball turns out to be a knob. There is a chance, right? The great chance. There is a chance. I'm not saying either of those guys were, what? but I mean, you know, there you is. You are saying that. I mean, what what the hell's that dude's name? Zach Hempel, who goes around. I don't know. Yeah, I don't pay no attention uh, to that. You know, anyhow, it landed in the bullpen, and and uh, was that the Matt Bushman or Jordan Romano got Matt. it? But anyhow, Matt got it. Matt got it, and Jordan gave it to to uh, to uh, bullpen coach. What? Bullpen See coach. ya. <laughs> Boom. I got it. I got it. What was it, Matt? Matt's wife is a uh, is a is a reporter, uh, reporter in yeah. Florida, and she basically said, "I'm going to announce my retirement now." See ya. <laughs> I'm, I'm bailing water out of the basement because the house is flooding, but I've decided that I'm going oh, to. Uh, I hope not. I'm going to. Uh, uh, 
yeah. Anyhow, it was. Uh, it was perfect. It was perfect. It There's was. no muss, no fuss. Nope. And hey, Jordan Romano sounds like he's going to get something out of this. Like what? A I car, don't know. A hug. Well, he don't, gets don't something. Don't hit a homer push off me in a big out? game in the playoffs. <laughs> like what? What are you getting? Like, I don't know. Uh, serious question here. Steve wants to know if Kevin, I know you've dealt this, if you feel your career was ever affected by a player or players cheating. Absolutely. For example, now this is, was Absolutely. a player promoted over him who used a corked bat. Did a pitcher get him out with a doctored baseball? Stories of players cheating have been told since the day they started playing. They're I mean, legendary that- cheaters. He says, I'm curious to see, to hear how Kevin feels about it. And then he says, by the way, Barry Bonds holds a single season and career home go. run record. It, it's very, it's very hard for me to answer that question. I, mean, I, I, I real, real would really have no idea about the cork bat. Not no, but would you know? Would you sit there and go, I, dude? I, I know yeah. that guy's there because he's juiced. Do I look stupid, Jeff? No. Then you answered your own question. Yeah. So the answer to that question is yes. I'm glad I didn't do it because I have pride in myself and to say that again. It's how you feel about when you flip the – I know it's about your bank account. That's a big deal. But when, you, when I flip my card over and I see those numbers, I can picture myself in batting cages and missing parties, and I know how they got there. Uh, a question away from the um, home run race. Jonathan uh, Krause. Hope I got your name right, Jonathan. Do you see a spot for Whit Merrifield on the playoff roster? It's a great question. We've done, uh, Ben Nicholson-Smith did an article on sportsnet.ca breaking down the playoff roster. It's more complicated than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like it, and, and, and the question is, like, it depends on how deep you want to go into it. Mm. Right? Like, Arden made this point. Rymel Tapia has been an everyday player. He's making my team. Yep. And if Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is healthy and if Santiago Espinal is healthy, and they're both on the roster. And there's no guarantee that that's going to happen, by the way. But if that's mm-hmm. the case, when are you going to use Ryan Maltapia? He's going to start one of those games for me. Over Lourdes. Okay. Right, right I, I, yeah. yeah, I got I got to see him play before okay. I'm saying. I, I, Tapia gives you gives you something. Oh, I know. No, listen, I'm on Team Tapia. Believe me, me I'm in, I'm me in team, I'm in team Tapia. But uh, there are, you know, Gabriel Moreno. Now you're going to go, oh, why, why would you put him on the roster? He hasn't played. Could do worse than have a third catcher on the roster. I, I will say this: I, I do think the way you Bradley see Simmons. John, the, well, I mean, I mean, Jackie I, Bradley that, Jr. That, that, he's like got to make it. I, I like that better than the Zimmer. Yeah, I mean, how many times can you hit a buck ten and stay in the big leagues? I, Apparently, a whole year. I, it's odd, right? Is it not odd? <laughs> it how is. would you like to be able to do that? That's sad. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I, I think the way John uses the bench late in games, I think you got to load up with that. If you have to leave a pitcher off. You have to leave a pitcher off. That's just me, and I think Witt makes it just because of that. That there, I think the experience, not not in the playoffs, but just you know the lights are going to get brighter, and especially if it's at home, and you know you're not winning, and like it's just they they need a little bit of that presence to to be able to calm things down, and and John likes to have got that veteran. Guy to yeah. go to whenever he needs it. I, for me, I, I think Witt has to make it. Tapia has to make it. If you have to leave off somebody out of the pen, you know, if you don't put Barrios on the roster. Oh, stop it. That's that's what? Just stop you it. You want to win or not? 
Enjoy your next five years. We I don't, don't care think you're good enough to five. be in the roster uh, for a playoff. You care a lot about the next five years. Yeah, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I'd say to that? Right, here we go. You know what I'd say to that? Right, Guess what I did? What? I gave you six years to make that go a little easier. 130 large. Enjoy that while you're over there doing whatever you're doing. Cheerleading. I don't care what you're doing, but I paid you to do what I told you to do. I mean, it's we're about, it's about winning. I'll give you this. If you're in that, if you're on that team, and I'm starting Barrios and and the other guy, Stripling, doesn't make a start. And they lose. How do you sell that to your team? Oh, he made I got him to the next five years. I gotta make sure he's happy. And blah, blah, blah. no, that's about. The best three guys, Jeff, right now, today, is who? Say it. We know who the first two is. Say it out loud. I know you want to. Say it to us. No. Everybody's listening. No. That's that's the thing here. It's not – who cares what I think, what you think, what everybody else thinks that tweets in, texts in. It's about the guys that are in that clubhouse. How do I sell it? They see the same games that we see. Oh, he's throwing harder? <laughs> he gave up five Ernie's. That's what I saw. That's what you're going with. Hmm? Dane and Barry on the text line. Hey, Blair. You know, can people just call me? I'm just going to ask a question. It's Blair and Barker. That's why. Okay. You don't even have to say it out loud. That's like I got to answer for everything. <laughs> just once. Jeff? Yes, just once. I only, You notice something? I only call you Jeff when I'm going to yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff? Just once. It's Blair and Barker. Anyhow. Okay? It's not Jeff and Kevin. Hey, Blair, don't forget some people believe Babe. That this is a good point. Some people believe Babe still has the record because Maris accomplished the feat after game 154 when the season was extended. Yeah. 61 homers originally had an asterisk beside it. That is a great point. And that was that gets to the story of Roger Maris and, and, and um, just... You know, the movie 61 is do some reading on Maris's mm-hmm. record. And again, compare the celebration of Aaron Judge to I mean, guys covering the team didn't want Maris to set the record. A lot yeah. of them didn't want Maris to set the record because he wasn't Mickey. Mickey was the guy who was going out, getting hammered, dating movie stars, buying reporters drinks. Huh. We know not that there's anything wrong with buying reporters drinks, but Mickey was the guy. Mickey was the life of the party. Maris was kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Lunch bill. He's from North Dakota. Yeah. So if it's 60. By the way, I've been to the Roger 60, Maris Museum. If it's 60, how was it? Cold. Because it's in North Dakota. Uh, but, yeah. If uh, it's 60, yeah, it's over. Because Judge has 61. Yep. I want to state the obvious. Greg from Halifax. Great discussion today regarding the record. Since you cannot prove one way or the other when players were, weren't choosing, their records stand and I think should be respected. However... However, mm-hmm. I think the Hall of Fame snubs are an appropriate result of their planned and executed cheating. You can't take back what happened at the time. The juice didn't make Bonds an amazing hitter. They just enhanced his power. But you can punish, for lack of a better term, him for deliberately flouting the spirit of good sportsmanship. I mean, I guess. Is, it, is there steroid users in the Hall of Fame today? Oh, yeah. Then I don't understand how we can say that. Like, I don't. I mean, uh, let me rephrase that. Are there people in the Hall of Fame who I suspect used steroids as much as I know guys who are out of the Hall of Fame use steroids? There you go. 160 million percent, without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, 
there are guys who use steroids does us in the no Hall favors because we, we we are so far on you know <laughs> we're all over the place with this because we have no idea like it's it's just gray everywhere. Uh, Yannick in London, uh, and uh, I'll pass this on to Passon. Yannick, thanks so much. He's talking about how he loves having Passon on. He's a great guest. He, he is, is indeed a great, great. guest. Yeah. Uh, he, he loves wants, me. He, he likes Hazel. He asked the. Uh, <laughs> does, he does. Who doesn't? Yeah. By the way, does, is that every time I watch, every time I look up at the uh, TV jealousy. set now, I've got somebody with a sign that says, "You know, I'm uh, here for Hazel," or somebody's wearing a shirt that says Hazel. She rocks. I know, but it's just every time I look up. Anyhow, the uh, Yannick wants to know. He said, I think the better question is, why would Judge re-sign with the Yankees? That's a great question. The team is very old. This is a good point. Mm. The team is very old. It's got bullpen issues. I can tell you why. Let me tell you why. Uh, it doesn't scream health to me. Hi. If Judge wants to win for a while, he might be better off who somewhere in, else. Who in this room can raise their hand and say it's not about money? Raise your hand in here if you think that's the case. He turned down seven at in his thir he's thirty seven at two twelve. That is a ton of money. Who is hurt a lot? Like he's up and down with the injury thing. The big boy two two twelve. Jeff, that's a lot. Of, you never have to work again ever. 212. It's about mm. the money. If the Yankees give him more money than the Cubs or the Giants, guess where he'll go? It's there. I mean, this is cute and all to be saying that, yeah, it's Judge and I'm team. You turn down the money because you want more money. No. So if the Yankees go back to him and go seven years, 230. If the Giants go eight years at 245, guess where he'll go? See, why wouldn't you just do this? This is what I would do. I would go to him and I would say, I will pay you $60 million a year. I will blow the doors off the, no, I will. This I'll pay you 50, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I'll pay you, 60. let's go. I'll pay you $55 million a year if you sign a three-year contract. So yeah, three years. There's no uh, chance he's doing I know, that. But, but, Zero but, chance. He would laugh at you. But you're still, now listen, three years and $165 million, No. Just let me finish. Three years and $165 million. You are going to be a free agent again. At 34. At 34. You're going to stink. No chance. But I, I will say this. What, what, if he, what if they say five at 60? Do that math. Real quick. You're here. Yeah, I would. Real quick. Yeah. What's the number? 300. Uh, I like that. Three at, three at 60. Okay. Oh, What's that? No, that's a hundred three at fifty million. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying that's, three at fifty that's million less a year. Than he turned down. Yeah, but it's shorter. Not it's out. a shorter period of time. <laughs> I think he wants more and right. and more years. All right, all right, all right. Anyhow, it'd be interesting. I, this is what I think the Yankees will do. You go out and when you find the last number, come back to us. What about this? If you're the Yankees, say here's our final offer. Let me finish. And if you don't like it, we'll go after Shohei Otani. Well, who with would what? you with what? Who would you, you gave rather it on have? that pitcher you don't like? Who, who would we you give everything, everything we had? Who would you rather have in your <laughs> team? Your who would you rather have in your team? Aaron Judge, Otani, or Otani? It's no no yeah, question. I know it's Otani. no question. 
There's no question. He's starting game one. He's starting game and one. Hitting, and, and leading and, off. And hitting leading <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bam. <laughs> no question. So yeah. I'd say go ahead. See you later. Uh, Pablo wants us to think a little more about Barry Bonds, the type of hitter he is. He literally, and this is, he literally knew the strike zone better than anybody. Knew when the pitch was a ball or strike on the way to home plate. I'm sorry, steroids don't help you do that. That's, I don't know the answer to that because I've never used them. I, I don't know that. I just know, this is me talking. He's the greatest hitter I've ever seen walk earth. Yeah, yeah. That's me anyway. He is with me, for me too. Not, I, even, not even close. There's either. the two hitters I've seen. Not close. The two hitters I've seen that were the best, different hitters. Mm-hmm. But the two guys I've seen in person that I consider to be the best hitters I've seen in person are Bonds and Tony Gwynn. We saw the last three days the way they pitched Judge. They pitched Barry that way for years. Yeah. he get, uh, he get two strikes a week, and they go in the bay. That, that <laughs> is that. No, that is true. Two a week. That is true. That is true. He special. Yeah, and there was no warm and fuzzy with Barry. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, come on. They're pitching <laughs> him hard. No, people loved it when Bonds was walked intentionally in a visiting ballpark. They want to make the guy squirm. I mean, they really did. People did not want Barry Bonds to set any records. Nope. People want Aaron Judge to set records. Yep. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Uh, we have not talked about this, but um, a couple of folks on uh, for Barker's Back League Bits wanted to ask you if you what you made of Lad's reaction to John Schneider calling him out. Now, Shai has an, had an article up on sport. Shai had a real good conversation with... Uh, with Vladdy. Um, you don't like it, don't do it again. That's but, but, Vla- but Vladdy also, yeah, you know, I screwed up. And, and the interesting thing is Vladdy telling John Schneider that, you know, I told him, like, if you're going to, you know, if, don't, if you're going to say something publicly about it, yeah, I'm, I mean, I deserve it. I, I just found it, I, I found the response interesting. I found the response interesting. Now, I, it didn't necessarily translate. It looked to me like same old, same old on the field for the most part. I think, I think what's worse is that you actually have to say it with a week left in the season to your best player or best hitter. Let me say it that way. Shouldn't have to do that. John had an interesting comment last yesterday before the game about that, and he was asked about um, – let me make sure I get the exact wording here because I wrote it down. He was asked about the decision, you know, what went into the decision to uh, to call out. I hate using the phrase call out, but to criticize Vladdy the way he did and was he concerned, et cetera, et cetera. And his response, I thought, was interesting as he reaches for his book. His response was interesting. This is what John Schneider said about that when asked. He said, I think... I think we'd be doing everyone a disservice by telling people we missed the playoffs by one game last year and then not doing everything we can to cover off mistakes. They nailed it. Bingo. I found that very interesting. You want to get paid like the best player on your team? Always act like the best player on your team. Yeah. I mean, I... 
I if you can't bench a guy because of where you're at in the season and what the games mean, you have to come out and say it. You know, you notice how John handled the Teoscar thing and the Vladdy thing because of where they're at in the season. I told you, scoreboard tell you everything. Yeah, <laughs> tells you everything. Yeah, because you know I that, can't bench that, you because yeah. we have seven games, there's eight game, whatever it was. But I can sure, I can ream you, throw you right under the bus, where you're not going to do it again. Yeah. Um, good for him. Yeah, I, I mean, good. You know, good for Vlad. Well, I mean, I didn't expect. I didn't expect. I Vlad, it wasn't like Vladdy was going to run and was going to run and hide. Uh, yeah. I, you know, he he just wasn't. But I, 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 I take some satisfaction or some comfort. I would take some comfort if I was a Jays fan and knowing that at least the message seems to have gotten through. And you know, John was very clear about it. You know, there are, it's a game of physical errors. Like there, mm-hmm. stuff does happen. Mm-hmm. Stuff does happen. Yep. But there are some things you can't do. What did Aaron Judge say in his walk-off interview last night? What did he say again in the media room after the game? He was asked about, did you think the ball was gone? He said, I don't know, but I had to. I was going to run around the bases anyhow because you can't you think, just stand there. You think that was a jab? No, I don't think it was a jab. You don't think so? No, but I, no, I don't think he was, he was thinking... This is a guy who went out of his way to congratulate Garrett Cole. Aaron Judge isn't sitting there saying, Oh, he's on you know his what? team. He's on his team. Yeah, That's a difference. Aaron Judge isn't team. sitting there saying, You know, this is a good opportunity to toss some shade at Vladdy. Well, no, I, mean, I don't think was, so. It was, This is my house. Well, I don't. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I don't think that this is, this is my house. I don't think that this is my house thing. But it was interesting hearing the dude with 61 home runs talk about not taking a home run for granted. And, um, because you don't want to look like a you know, horse's ass when the ball is yeah going. That's it. Run. Yeah. The least you can do. It's don't not a hard. Crazy. It's not a hard thing to do. Is no. run and then pull up around first. You've already done the damned hardest thing. Mm. For most, just it's to hit hard. the ball. For most, it's hard. You've already done the thing. Now yeah. the easy part. The easy part's run. Mm-hmm. I saw a dude miss second one time after hitting a homer. Second. Missed McGuire. the bag. Missed the bag at second because he's doing a little and he was, wasn't paying Mag- attention. McGuire, what home run was it? Was it his sixty-second home run where McGuire actually misses? Was it McGuire who missed first base and yeah. the first base coach first told is him easy? It's sixty-two. Yeah, first base missing first that's, base is that's easy because you're running hard, you're paying attention to the ball, you're blowing him. Go out, go out. Guys have said it. Yeah, not second. Second's hard to do. No, and then everybody because I can remember looking at my buddy going, "Don't tell him." <laughs> and we're like umpire. I see you. You saw it. That's about the only thing that you hasn't. Saw what I saw. That's about the only thing that hasn't happened this year for the Blue Jays is missing second base in a it? home run. That'd be awesome. That won't happen, will it? Uh, I probably just jinxed them. Jays are off today. If the Orioles lose, they'll be popping champagne in the Jays clubhouse at some point tomorrow. Maybe we'll have a bottle of champagne on the air tomorrow if the Jays win. Could we do that? We could have a little premature champagne. No. Uh, Mr. Barker and myself would be back tomorrow from 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fan of Sportsnet 360. I don't know. Maybe I will bring a bottle of champagne in just in case. Probably. Have a great day.